Hello, Hello Legend. What do we will hear? We 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 podcasting right now. Can you believe it? No, well, I can't do it with, with the no. <laughs> There's no L's or no. R's. No, <laughs> shoot, scrap it, scrap it. Okay, did you guys laugh? Did you guys laugh? Because if you didn't, you will. <laughs> You're about to. You're about to laugh. And you, okay, you've guessed it. Yeah, we each did have a cocktail and a half, and now we're sipping on some sweet vermouth. Yeah, for some fun time. And it is a fun time because you know what else is happening right now? Okay, what? Should we tell them? Our eleventh episode special. Okay, yeah, we do have to. T- yeah, we do have to tell you guys. So last week we said, "Hey, our next episode is our tenth episode." Oh, the last episode was the tenth. Okay, does that make? Did I say that right? I uh, maybe not. Last week we said the next one would be ten, which would yeah. be this one, but it's actually the eleventh because um, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> we did some calculations. We did a lot of math and then studies. Oh, yep, the data came back. It is the eleventh. Yep. It is the 11th. There's people in my ear right now telling me, confirming it. Okay, 11th up. Okay, 11th hour. Angel oh. number. Oh, my God. Angel yes. number. Angel yes, number. Yes, yes, yes. And so we thought to celebrate all of our hard work and to celebrate all the legends we've gathered and to also celebrate our 10th five-star review on Spotify. Okay, Shout out my who, mom. Yeah, say who that came from, exactly. My mom had a download Spotify. We did it in the restaurant, and she was like, what do you mean, Indian password? I'm like, Carol? Okay, breathe. She felt attacked because I in the last episode I said that my family wasn't supportive of my podcasting dreams. Did she listen to the last app? No, I told her to her face. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like acting like somehow she found out. Yeah. You told her. I'm like, what? Oh my God, who spilled the beans? Meanwhile, I, I'm like literally calling her. You're literally spilling beans. Literally your, your, your hand is on the can. My hand is on the can. The can's upside down and the beans on the floor. Let's just say. <laughs> okay cheers to that cheers to that oh i wish we had a cheersing sound okay what about this no, no that's actually a really get that weak out of sound. here get that out of here we got to get to our page our, our just page three. Oh, bank three. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only sound we, we really cheersed it <laughs> boom <laughs> we should get like a oppenheimer bomb noise <laughs> No, not the Oppenheimer bomb that killed <laughs> thousands. No, we would just do the test, the Trinity test. <laughs> of course, or the 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 feet, the feet noise. We love feet. <laughs> okay, wait a moment. <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah, we both have accounts on Wiki Feet. <laughs> Yeah, okay, if you look up Nemesis Talking on WikiFeet, we're there. <laughs> nemesis Talking. Narcissist Talking. No, not Nemesis. No, Legends. Nemesis Talking, more like. More like. Uh, once I get the sweep removed in me, you don't know what the hell I'm going to say. Title of that, Nemesis Talking. I gotta be quicker on the draw with that one. Oh my gosh. Jason, I remembered finally. What? I remembered finally. We have descriptions. Alina's been trying to remember to say this for every episode. Every single episode. I work immediately after the podcast is done. You guys think we turn off the, the podcast thing and stop working? No. no. There's hours of work that come in post. There's hours of work that come in post, a.k.a. 
Elena curled up on the couch, <laughs> writing up the description, and then me reading it out loud to Jason, being like, "I don't like it, but fine." And Jason being like, "No, I like it." I say, "Okay," <laughs> secretly liking it. <laughs> Actually, the, I read them out loud to my mom today when I told her I was like, "Hey, so you know that podcast I have that you don't support?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh wait, the one I'm about to rate five stars." <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, this is already off to a crazy... But look at our description. I do have to point out that the Barbenheimer app, I really popped off in the description. Mm. Yeah, let us know if you guys are reading those descriptions, because as previously stated, there's a lot of work that goes into that, Yeah, and we're pretty proud of that. Yeah. Though, honestly, okay, between you and me, Legend, it's not that much work. (laughs) It just comes to you... (laughs) It just comes to me. Okay, writer. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We have a lot to talk about today. You guys, we... Good thing we've got some drinks in, because that'll keep us on topic. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we do have a lot of things we want to cover, so let's freaking get into it. Do you want to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series? I always want to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series. And I knew that you always wanted to talk about High School Musical, the musical, the series. So let me open up my uh, notes app, because I, I have a separate notes section... Oh, I think it's called To Discuss on Podcasts. Scroll to the bottom. Okay, that's fitting. Okay, where is it? HSMTMTS Final Thoughts. Okay. So I finished the last season, season four, and it is the final. Like, oh. there's no more after that. When they filmed it, they weren't sure, which is kind of weird for, like, the actors. They're like, they're like, yeah, this could be this could be the last one, and if so, um, I'm happy with it. Like, I'm happy where it went when they were doing their interviews. Well, tis the damn season. Because um, everything's getting canceled now. Right, right. And then it didn't get renewed. And it the way they did it, I don't know if they changed some stuff once they found out that they weren't going to do another season because it, it feels pretty final. Like it's a kind of ending thing. Um, they don't graduate because it's like their first semester of senior year. Um, but they kind of do like High School Musical 3 where they graduate. So they're kind of like graduating through the musical. Sure. Um. But so here are some of my thoughts, bulleted list. Um, I say the dancers are so professional um, in the final production. Because, okay, there's kind of a plot line where it's like thrown together. They're like, how are we going to do it? We got to just throw it together. And oh, then like classic. the production quality is crazy. It's like no high school, even when they're planning, like they have enough time to put a musical together. It has this budget. It's like crazy lights, crazy sets. And the dancers are like adults dancing and they're like professionally choreographed. So it's kind of obviously suspension of disbelief there, but I was like, that's really cool. The choreography is amazing. <laughs> and this is crazy. There's so much drama that happens during, like the the second to last episode is like the um, performance of the musical. And there's so much drama that happens like backstage. The entire, sh- the entire episode is like drama happening in the wings and off stage in the back. And I'm like, wait, people are performing right now and you guys are... Like having fights, not fights, but you know, like huge epic uh, moments. But I was like, so not the time. I was like, okay, when I was in the stuff in high school, you're not doing anything but the musical. You're waiting. You're in silence. You're on your phone. You're not. You're, you're not, not having revelations or like making life decisions. Yeah. And like, you guys, can we meet? Uh, meet me back here. And me back there. You're gonna miss your cue. What are yeah. you doing? So I was like, that's what's going on here. Suspicious. Um, yeah, I have the receipts. I know what actually happens during the the musical. Um, okay. And then I put literally sobbing during the finale. Okay. You guys, I don't cry a lot at movies, but for some reason 
or TV shows. I was literally like tears on the cheek during this. Was it because it was ending? I don't know. It really just struck a chord. And maybe it was just like, okay, you haven't cried in a while, so you needed to cry. Oh, You know one yeah. of those when it's like, it's due. Okay, yeah. Always. <laughs> it's always due? Always due. Um, but literally, and oh, there's a scene, post credit scene on the last ep. You have to watch. You have to watch because it's so meaningful. If you know the meta, I, can't, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. But if you know the meta sort of of... The the actors in some of their real life history, like it's really Shut up. okay. Now you're thinking something special. It's it's probably not what you're thinking. So okay. not that, but well, it's. I was okay. So I was thinking the thing, and now I'm not gonna think that. Don't thing. think that. Don't think that. But it is something that's meaningful in a lot of ways, and it's a. I can't spoil it, but it's also they sing a song, and the song they sing is like always gets me. That it gets, and I'll tell you off pod. But okay. I don't want to spoil for anyone. I feel my prediction right now would be an Olivia Rodrigo song. So it's not that, but it will all make sense when it happens. What? It will all make sense. Olivia's not actually in the last season. And that makes sense because she's off recording Guts, which we'll talk about. Okay, soon. more on that later. Okay, I've got to speed through this. We are taking too much time. No, no. Oh, I did say the nice is a, the end, sorry, the end is a nice Easter egg tribute, major payoff. Oh. So that's the same thing I was talking about. Okay, and then we've got... Celeb to watch. You guys, I started this um, bit or this se- sequence. Yeah. This um, segment. That's what I wanted um, a couple ups ago. So this is a celeb to watch. She's on, I think she's actually on season three as well of High School Musical, the musical, the series. But her name is Liamani Segura. And she's this really young girl. I think she may be 15 Baby. filming this. And she sort of became famous when she was like eight or nine for singing. And she's literally... Ariana Grande miniature. Like, her pipes are literally... Wow. Like, she's so good. And I'm just going to play a clip here. This is her 13, so a year ago, or a couple years ago. And she's singing... Is this in the musical? No, this is just live. She's in a pool in a a hotel. Love. So let me just... Best place to sing. Okay, we've got an ad. We've got an ad. We can't be giving you an ad for Aveda. That was a jump scare. That We are not sponsoring Aveda products. No, we actually, anti. Anti. Actually, they have really good shampoo. Shoot, and they've got a school right down the street from here. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, here it is. Okay, turning up the volume. I love that song. I'm hoping this is good. <laughs> it's kind of haunting already. Okay. The video? She's a child, child. Harmony. There was somebody else in there, but that just gives that's she's just on the fly. That's like a random poor quality video of her in a 
place with nice acoustics. And so she's in this last season, and she literally started to sing, and I was like, okay, I don't remember her from season three. And I was like, immediately I was like, okay, this is a star. I think she's probably one of the best singers on the show when she's new. Well, I'd she literally looks that. like she's 10 in that video. She, Yeah, she was 13 there, and she's a small gal. She looks extra young. She's a small little girl. So you're going to want to be watching. She's going to be a hit sensation. Liamani Segura, watch out. You hear here first. We discovered. Exactly, we discovered. And then the last thing I want to say, oh my God, you guys, we're 13 minutes in. Get off of High School Musical the Musical the Series. No. Um, okay, then I said... Maybe I just like to watch something where people can sing and are talented. <laughs> Anything where some people are singing and they're talented, I'm going to be watching. I'm tuned in. I'm watching that. Okay, and that's why we're such good friends. You're tuned in. We're tuned in because if somebody's singing good, does Glee. Yeah. Okay, oh I guess God. that's one exception because I haven't watched. But I'm open to it. I'm that. open to it. Okay, but you already started and then stopped it. So talk. That sounds like a door shut. Okay. Hmm. Maybe there's a creak. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> hmm. And that's all I have to say on High School Musical. Actually, there's one last thing I, I actually do have to say. Um, it's just because it's a funny thing. Um, get ready to LOL. Let's so use. if you guys are familiar. Not to get too deep into it. Usually Disney on, after three seasons, they will change the name of the show. I think we talked about this, so that yes. they don't have to pay the higher price. And they did that with the fourth season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. So they called it High School Musical, the musical, the series, the final season. That's <laughs> and- crazy that it might have not been the final season. <laughs> well, I think they decided to add that after. Okay. Um, and then, but there's also a soundtrack. And so the title is so heinous. Disney's High School Musical, the musical, the series, the soundtrack, the final season. <laughs> that is so funny. That hurts me. You like They're like, yeah, that's a lot of words, and we're adding a bunch more. <laughs> I think the world would do so much better if there were less words. Okay, says the <laughs> dyslexic person. Yeah. Says also the, the writer. Okay. There needs to be less if words. If I just had less to work with... <laughs> That would be perfect. Okay, and, and that concludes uh, my thoughts on High School Musical, the musical series, the final season. This has been like a three-part saga, and like to have this be the final saga of High School Musical, the musical series, Disney presents the final saga, um, <laughs> is really powerful. And thank you for so you guys, sharing. So if you, you guys have to watch it, I know you're not going to, but you have to. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. But no, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Bro, bro please. The songs bro, are so please. good. Bro, please. There's a Halloween song that Jason sent me. So I was kind of like, wait, I love it Halloween. It bops. It bops. Okay. Speaking okay, next topic. Bops. <laughs> and Olivia Rodrigo. Of course. Musical, musical. Guts. Guts is out today, legends. Run. We are speaking on current events. They're happening now. They're happening now. And I'm going to say one thing. And it's only it's the only thing you need to hear today. Okay. Guts is better than sour. Which mm. is crazy because sours, <laughs> which is crazy because sour is one of, if not the biggest debut, point blank period. Yeah, and that's a big, a big swing. But I'm going to say it. No, I think that's true because it took the world by storm. No, we haven't been alive that long. No other artist in history has that yeah. happened to. Yeah, it. I mean, sour was the album, and I did not think. Guts was even going to come close to hitting that type of success. 
It is so wonderful. It's experimental. It's just weird and quirky. And like she took so many big risks with it. And I think coming off of like the success of Sour, I would have been like, okay, we got to just like play it safe. Like Mm. I have a young audience. Mm. But she said, I know my audience is growing up. And I'm going to talk about being 19 and getting drunk at parties and dating older boys who cheat on me. And Mm -hmm. that's not like the relatable 16-year-old driver's license song. But it is fantastic. And it's so angsty. She loves angst. I love angst. Um, I will have to say my favorite song is Lacey. Okay, speak on that. Because Um, I don't listen to lyrics, but then I had to look up the lyrics because... I was like, okay, I need to actually process this. Yeah. So Lacey is kind of, it's like this weird relationship with like this woman named Lacey where she's like, I want to be you, but I also maybe want to be with you. So it's kind of this confusing thing. And I think that takes some hashtag guts to release. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting because um, it's a song that like immediately people were speculating about. Um, and I think... Um, rightly so. Rightly, I think she's yes. she's not trying to be like like shy no. about it or like try to bury it in like metaphor. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, All American Bitch mm-hmm. is a great song. It's the opening, and it opens up with this line. And I just think it's so beautiful. And she goes, "I'm a light as a feather and stiff as a board." Which, like, what a way to open up an album. I just think that it was so good. The way she says it, I, I don't say anything. Okay, should I play a little good. clip? I have okay, it off. Okay, okay, yeah. I am light as a feather and as stiff as a board. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Really, really good. Um, and then she goes into like these angsty numbers, like Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. Mm, and that one's, I think that might be my favorite. It's really fun. Um, and Get Him Back. Mm. I love Get Him Back. That one's really fun. And yeah, I just, she has such an amazing career ahead of her. Uh, yeah. People are already saying The Grudge is about Taylor Swift. Oh, interesting. Which makes a okay, lot of sense. Okay, and The Grudge, speak on that. The Grudge is a song where she says, like, some woman who she looks up to is a role model, has done her dirty in some way, and she uses this line where she's like, I know, like, my heart is telling me that it's your people, your people did this, but I can't get over it, and I never will get over it. And because if you don't know the history between Olivia and Taylor is, people keep saying that it's like, they're feuding, they're feuding, and it's like, Okay, obviously they're feuding. Like, that is really, really obvious if you're paying attention. And it's because originally Olivia Rodrigo was, like, the biggest Taylor Swift fan. She talked about her in every single interview and said that she was, like, this huge role model for me, for her, and inspired a bunch of her songs. But then, and, like, Taylor Swift used her to promote the album and was, like, in little videos on her Instagram. Super, super cute. Olivia Rodrigo then drops sour becomes huge mm-hmm. and one of her songs why can't i remember it but it basically taylor swift sued her because it sounded a lot like cruel summer which taylor which olivia said yeah like it reminds me of cruel summer by taylor yeah, it's swift like inspired by it's inspired by and i think honestly i i love taylor you all know that <laughs> and i love olivia 
the song doesn't sound like it was that inspired by her. Mm. It really doesn't. It's kind of a stretch. But Taylor Swift won the lawsuit. And Olivia had to give her... Actually, I don't even think they went... They had like a lawsuit about it. It was just like settled out? I think it was settled. And Taylor Swift got songwriting credits. Okay. Which, like... And then Olivia in the song, she's like talking about how like this role model is like, you have everything. Why did you want this? Like, why did you do this to me? Like, it makes no sense. And I will defend Taylor Swift for everything, but this is one thing that I actually like. I'm like, that's really shady. Mm. That is like, and I do, like Olivia says, she's like, it's her people. But at the same time, like, seriously, you couldn't have intervened. Yeah. Uh, but she wasn't the only artist to do that. Haley Williams was doing that at the same time. Suing Olivia? Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. So what tough stuff, tough stuff. She's just a little girl. She's Okay, she's my friend. She's my but She's my friend. <laughs> and exactly. I mean, she was she was 17 when that happened. That's so crazy. Uh well, and yeah. I do have to say I commend you for I, there's a lot of like criticism of stand culture etc cetera, etc cetera, where people are like their idol or whatever can't do any wrong and they can't criticize or like and say this song's like bad or whatever. But you okay. definitely were like Yes, this was Taylor. I love you, but this was not okay. Taylor, I love you, but do better. And so there you go. So there I go. And actually, okay, I have something to interject about suing for for um, copyright infringement of songs. Please, I saw TikTok and I believed it, so I think it's true. I didn't do any research. This guy who's a lawyer and also into like computer science or whatever got what they like created this program. That basically, like this AI algorithm that basically was able to create every melody that will ever exist. Okay, stay with me, stay with me. That's a lot of melodies. They said, here's every melody that could ever exist. And then they also registered them as cop. They copyrighted all those songs. And then they said, well, actually, we're going to put them on public domain. So now nobody can ever get sued for like copyright or like copying somebody else's song because it sounds similar because they already copyrighted everything and then made it public domain. So now anyone can use it. So I didn't fact check it, but if you, I think now going forward, you can use that as precedent. Like, well, no, I'm actually, this is public domain. You can't sue me for that. So look into that. Don't take that as legal advice, but I heard that. I don't know the, we need a, we need to get a lawyer on the pod. (laughs) Paige. Okay. She's not listening. Yeah. (laughs) Who does? Heart heart page. Page. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, yeah, we need to look into the logistics of that. That sounds like a whole mess. So if you guys are ever in a lawsuit, look towards that. Yes, a lawsuit yes. for copyright infringement of, of music. Yeah. Um, but there's so many things that are happening in culture. Current events keep happening. Would you believe? Yeah. Can we talk about Joe Jonas? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I've got to fix that because the button, there's like a second delay before it actually does the thing. So it uh, kind of, anyways. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was absolutely perfect, Legend. Okay, and thanks. Oh. Um, Joe Jonas, you guys, if you're on, if you're on social media of, of any sort, you'll, you've probably heard about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce. Yeah, even my dad sent me an email. He forwarded it to me <laughs> and he said, so you're saying there's a chance. And I was like. For you or for me and for who? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Sophie Turner on the market. Okay. Sophie Turner on the market. Woo woo. <laughs> um, swivel. It'll swivel. Yeah. What you might not know, 
legend. Like, if you heard the news or if you haven't heard the news, surprise, they're getting a divorce. But what's so shady is, like, how the news is talking about it. Because Joe Jonas is flopping in the news. And it's so interesting because he's releasing all these statements about, like, basically hinting that Sophie was an unfit mom, but not giving any details, but Mm -hmm. saying things like, she wanted to, like, go out and party, and I wanted to stay, and I'm just a homebody. But, like, three years prior, like, they told the tabloids that it was switched. And I'm like, okay, well, that's what you get from marrying someone who's 23. Yeah. Yeah, there's been, like, these TMZ reports about, like, Oh, actually, there. She was caught on a ring camera saying something that Joe that made Joe think the marriage was over, and all these reports that uh, people are assuming is Joe's PR team. Um, and then, but what's really interesting is also that Sophie Turner's team and her have been silent, silent. on the matter, which has been a major, I think, bonus for them, or like really good for them because then it's looking less like a war, and then it looks more like. Joe, well, which is true. Joe is sort of attacking her in the media. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. It's kind of, and then the whole situation, yeah, because she was so young, and then they had, she had like two kids within like two or three years. Yep. Um, it's crazy. It is crazy. I think, I think Sophie Turner has some absolute dirt that Joe Jonas is trying to like come up with a bunch of things right now to cover his ass. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. It's not looking good. The thing that pissed me off the most that I saw, which I feel so sorry for Sophie, they did not take their kids anywhere. Like, they do not have paparazzi pictures of their children. Like, they have, like, blurred their face and everything. Suddenly, Joe Jonas, like, yesterday, I'm pretty sure, yeah. like, out, father of the year out to lunch with his two little girls, which are, like, probably, like, four and two, something mm-hmm. they're really little. And they're, like, sitting there with, like, Obviously, paparazzi's taking pictures of them and posting them in the tabloids. Mm-hmm. And, like, what? Yeah. That is so scummy. Using them to be like, mm, Using them. Look at, I'm good, actually. Yeah, I do not like that. Yeah, bad situation there. Kind of divorced summer, though, so <laughs> they're, the, they're the next on the, well, on the hit list. Well, Venus in retrograde, couples divorcing, couples getting together, bringing in <sighs> highly Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. Okay, I don't believe that's real. I think it, it has to be PR, but he has he is confirmed to being on the next season of the Kardashians, like as a, which is definitely PR, major PR, right? Major, but why would he do that? Like Timothy Chalamet is like an Oscar nominated, like major Hollywood actor. Like why? Why yeah. would it benefit him at all? I think. Um, well, I think maybe we're giving Timmy too much credit. He's just a guy from New York, you know? Like, I feel like he's sort of the type of guy that would, he'd be like, oh yeah, I'll go on the Kardashians. Like, yeah, I'll do that for sure. fit as hell. <laughs> um, uh, so like, he's just having fun. People and say that I look like Kylie Jenner. Do you believe? Okay. Comment <laughs> down below. Send an e- <laughs> you guys, nobody sent us an email since our first emails. And our inbox is bad. dry. Like, you should see Jason right now. He's, like, his I'm claws are out. He's doing this weird thing with, like, fangs. Ow, he scratched me. Jason. We're literally, like, 10 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, we're so... Our inbox is crying. Our inbox Becca, is crying. shout out to legend Becca. She said she had one drafted. Please send. Please send. Yeah, we'll freaking believe it when we freaking see it. <laughs> shout Becca. out. Shout out. But that is a shout out. 
I honestly don't know if I Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about Kylie anymore, but like while no. we're on the subject of Kardashians, Kim Kardashian is in the, the new American Horror Story. Yes. And I'm actually like I'm AHS is back. I'm tuned in. Emma Roberts is there. Okay, legends only. Legends only. Like this is a Scream Queens podcast supporter stand. Exactly, exactly. And how much how what is your relationship with AHS? Cuz I've seen season 1, 2 and then whatever 1989 was. 1989 that's Taylor Swift. Was that the same thing as their <laughs> I think it was 1984. Okay, 1984. Um Orson Orson Welles. I think I've seen Wait, is that right? 1, 2, half of 3 4 the whatever hotel was and whatever the circus one was. I've seen hotel, circus, and then murder house. And then the one. second one was asi- not asylum. No, yeah, maybe asylum. It was a. Gu- I was a guy. He's an old guy. He's a doctor. That's all I remember. Yeah. Asylum. Yeah, asylum's number two. Yeah. Okay. But then, like, I haven't seen 1984. But I was on TikTok the other day, and I did watch it all on there. So the I the whole saw, season. Yeah. Like <laughs> my biggest serial killer trait is that I will. Like, if I want to see something, but I think it's too spooky, I'll just, like, go to YouTube and look up all the spooky scenes. <laughs> there you go. And so, like, I'm, like, I'm not attached to any of these characters, but, like, I know how they're all going to die. There you go. <laughs> Easy. Easy. That's, like, really... That might be something I, I shouldn't share with the internet. Too late. Too late. <laughs> Gee, all of our listeners are going to be wondering... Oop. Yeah. We all have something a bit off. That's my off thing. Everyone send in your serial killer trait. Yes. <laughs> and we'll read them so everyone knows. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited. We should watch the season. Updates to come. Yeah, it's October 22nd or September 22nd or something. Okay, that's two weeks. Oh my gosh. One week. One and a half week. Okay. Well, I'm free. Let me check my calendar. I'm free. <laughs> um. Okay, looking at our notes and other news, Jimmy Fallon bad. Would you like to elaborate on that? <laughs> I just, we were thinking, we haven't reported on news in the media, and that just came out like two days ago. Um, Jimmy Fallon is bad, um, and it's actually, yeah, I'm not surprised. Why is he bad? I haven't heard of anything. Oh, he's like toxic, like Ellen, sort of toxic work environment. He's mean. Um, which makes sense because him on the talk show is so over the top fake. It's like very cringe to watch him interact with any celebrity or. Or talk about anything. He's like, ah, you guys, it's so great. Ah, and I'm like, okay. But yeah, I guess he is he's mean. And I think we need to start assuming that more celebrities are not great people. Because I assume they're, the best in everyone. Which is maybe good for <laughs> real life. But if we're thinking about celebrities, oftentimes, besides Jessica Chastain, because she's the nicest person in history. Yes, true. Um, we can assume that they're, we don't have to assume they're bad, but we can't assume they're super nice and good people. You know who I thought was a good person, and then I've recently learned that they're bad? Who? Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, because he's supporting whatever the hell guy Danny. just went to jail for 30 years for. Yeah. But didn't he do like a. Bu- he does a bunch of stuff for sex trafficking. And I'm like, those are like two, like. Yeah. For and- those of you that don't know, like the Danny Ma- Maestro, something like that. I he was in that 70s show. He just got arrested today and it, for 30 years for. Um, R-ing. Can I say that? Um, Can yeah, I use the, the actual word? Sexual assault. Sexual, yeah, I was going to say. For sexual, trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Trigger warning for sexual assault. For sexual assault. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. 
But, um, see, like, okay, that's just actually, whoa, I'm having so many thoughts, and it's because of all the cocktails. <laughs> um, but, like, cocktails. cocktails. Okay, you can't just say, I hate when people say, like, TW, like, trigger warning. Trigger warning for what? Like, you have to say what it is. You have to be specific. Because otherwise, like, you're just on edge. But then it's like trigger warning for mention of sexual assault. But it's like you have to say sexual assault in the trigger warning, oh. which is inherently which triggering. Which is the trigger. Trigger warning, trigger warning, sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> TW. And then after it, TW. TW. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. But yeah, Ashton Kutcher like, wrote a letter about how he, like, Danny's an amazing guy, upstanding citizen, blah, blah, blah. Would Obviously never, not. Obviously not um, because he's... Gross, 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 and yeah. we'll be in jail. Weird. And I also saw that Mila Kunis was maybe trying to defend him too. I don't know, yeah. totally defend him, but I was like, Mila girl, come on. But they both wrote letters. God. Like, what does that mean? Oh my God. Enough. Enough. <laughs> yeah. My okay. dad went golfing with Ash- Ashton Kutcher once. Oh my God. Isn't that kind of crazy? Well, you're one degree. Yeah. We're kind of friends, family friends. You could say. <laughs> um, Dang. What time are we at? We are at 3303. Angel okay. number, angel number. Should we get into our thing? Yo, you guys, we've got a big segment today, and it's... We do. Um, hot movies on the horizon slash film festival entries, in parentheses, Oscar buzz. Do you want to say why we're talking about this right now? Because aren't the Oscars, like, so far away? Yes, legend, that's so true. But right now, if you're on the same Twitter that Elena and I are on, you're seeing a lot... You're seeing film updates. You're seeing pop crib. You're seeing yes. pop ting, pop... Anything you're seeing red, white, and royal blue edits still. <laughs> you may be seeing that. You may be seeing bottoms updates, aka film updates, bottoms updates, <laughs> yellow jackets theories still. <laughs> um, but anyways, there's a lot of film festival. It's film festival season right now. It's TIFF, and there's others as well. South by Southwest is coming up. Maybe yeah. mm, I don't remember. What and that usually is. these things are like more in the media because they do all these red carpets. But because of the strikes, a lot of the actors that star in these movies can't actually even like mm-hmm. attend. Yeah, Venice. Was just Venice, which recently. is crazy because Venice is always, whether you realize it or not, like a lot of these huge red carpet events that you see all these people look amazing at are these film festivals. Mm-hmm. So thank God we got our ears to the ground. Yeah, you guys, we are listening and we're going to tell you everything you need to freaking know. So these are all the big movies that are coming up. Right. And there, this is not a comprehensive list. There's more, but we can't talk about them all. These are just the ones we've been seeing that seem really interesting. And we're just yeah. going to read through this list. Give We have a little synopsis written out. We did homework. We did homework. We did homework over our cocktails. Yep. We were sitting at the bar at Spitz, uh, silent, typing into our phones. Yeah, we looked like the most annoying people ever. Just like two people sit belly up to the bar Be- on our phones. <laughs> belly up to the bar. We go, you guys, we have to record our podcast later. We need to do some homework. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... Um, anyways, so that's no. what we're here to do. We did put in the work so you don't have to. And we're just going to tell you. So we're just going to read through. We'll, let's just alternate and go down the list of our, our own lists. Yeah, perfect. So we just did, um, in no particular order, um, the first one that's getting a lot of buzz right now is Salt Burn. So this is a psychological thriller drama film written, directed, and produced by Emerald Fennell. You may know her from she directed Promising Young Woman. And she oh. was also, um, what, she's also Camilla in The Crown. She plays Camilla, the young no Camilla. No way. Yep. <gasps> so she's actress and director. And I do have to say her family is really wealthy. So there could be nepotism there. Um, she's actually rich. 
Um, okay, so going on. This set in the mid-2000s, it follows a young college student played by Barry Keoghan, who we've seen. Who we love. Um, uh, Irish, he's, he was in um, uh, Banshees of Sharon, nominated for an Oscar there. Yeah. Um, so he's a college, young college student who becomes infatuated with his aristocratic schoolmate, played by Jacob Elordi, and his wealthy but eccentric family. Yeah, comes out November 24th, and the trailer's out right now. You can't really tell what's even happening in the trailer. No, they're not giving much away. They're not giving much away, which makes me feel like a lot's going to happen. Yeah. And it's, I feel like there's going to be sexual tension. Oh, I hope so. And, God willing, because I want to give both Jacob Elordi and Barry a little kiss. Please. That's just something I want to do. <laughs> That's going to be every single person here. I just want to give them a little kiss. I just wanna give... <laughs> Speaking of Jacob Elordi, um, Priscilla is coming out. Oh, on my God, yes. November 3rd, which Priscilla has, is directed by Sofia Coppola. And it stars, as I said, Jacob Elordi as Elvis. And then a new actress who like really doesn't have a lot of credits, which is kind of crazy. Um, her name is Kaylee Spaney. Spaney? I don't know her. Um, but she plays Priscilla, obviously, and it's very different from the Elvis movie that just came out, whereas, <laughs> and this is an exact quote um, from some article that I found. It's another point of view from Elvis. Sophia wants to tell the real story of Priscilla. Priscilla herself is happy with it. I'm not sure the rest of the family are, meaning Elvis's family, because let's keep in mind, Priscilla was 14 when they got married. Child bride in the true sense. Child bride in the true sense. So um, I hear that it's very emotional. I hear that there's like a really powerful score with it. Mm. And Do you know I who does the score? No. Because I'm famously into scores. I'm looking it up right now just so we can have on the yeah, record. You are famously into that. Uh, but I hear it's going to be like really powerful. And Elvis, watch your back. How the hell do you spell Priscilla? Found it. Okay. I struggle with that too. <laughs> okay, Priscilla composer. is such a name. Okay, Phoenix. Is that a band? I don't know them. Okay. Out of all the names there are in the world, Priscilla is one of the most namey names. Okay, yeah. Impossible to spell. Yeah. I'm always thinking there's an E. Yeah. Okay. What else is coming out? Okay, next on the list, in no particular order, is Poor Things. This one's been getting a lot of um, uh, a lot of space in the zeitgeist. Yes, Carol at Happy Hour was talking about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this uh, synopsis: Poor Things is a science fantasy black comedy. There's a link to what that means. I'm not going to click it. No, don't even. It's directed by Yorgos Lanthimos from a screenplay by Tony McNamara. Okay. Based on the 1992 novel of the same name by Alastair Gray, stars Emma Stone alongside Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe, Rami Youssef, Christopher Abbott, and Gerard Carmichael. So the plot follows a young Victorian woman who, after being crudely resurrected by a scientist following her suicide, runs off with a debauched lawyer to embark on an odyssey of self-discovery and sexual liberation. Yeah. yeah, so that's a lot in there. That's a lot going on. And it does seem really... Also, there's some sort of a, an element of a young child's mind being put into an older body. Yeah. Which like, is a little... So when she, you know, died, they 
put her fetuses mm-hmm, brain that's right. into her, her body. Head. Sort and of so, Frankenstein, Mary yes, Shelley. I was about to say, like this, it really feels like a female Frankenstein story, but with like a whole lot else going on with yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of implications. Yeah. Um, there is, I've also seen in, like an, uh, uh, they've saying like there's a graphic sex scene that's very impactful. <sighs> I'm so scared about that. Normally we're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this one seems spooky, especially with the implication that it's a fetus brain. Ah! And we ah! can't talk more. Trigger warning. We can't talk more about that. Yeah. That's and so then when spooky. does that come out? December 8th. I'm so excited for that. Emma, like already people are, are going to say like, it is Emma Stone's Oscar to lose for best, wow. best actress. And wait, yeah, who else were we thinking crazy would be things. in that? Maybe well, not. Well, I, I don't even that. really know. I could see Priscilla getting stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, there's also like maybe a couple of different debate about Margot Robbie for Barbie. That's right, but, that's right. Um, I don't know about that. And also the next one that we'll talk about later is... Uh, Killing of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. Um, she's a new actress. A lot of these are new actresses. So that could be exciting. Because really last exciting. year, there's a lot of first-time nominees yeah. Yeah. for Oscars. Yeah, that is great. I love Yorgos Lanthimos. Like, Can you say my... more? I don't need, I'm not familiar. What <gasps> okay, else did they do? So he directed The Favorite, which stars Emma Stone, Emma Stone as well. And then also The Lobster. Have you seen The Lobster? No. It is one of the craziest. And I just mean like kooky bananas okay films this guy is kind of guy woman or is it a guy. man okay um he's greek also we should watch lobster sometimes it stars colin farrell <gasps> and famous irish yeah. heartthrob yeah it's it's good stuff okay cool. um, okay another movie that's coming out on october 3rd which is close to now is hitman Yes. Which is an action comedy film co-produced and directed by Richard Linklater and starring Glenn Powell, both of whom wrote the screenplay based uh-huh. on the 2001 Texas Monthly Magazine article <laughs> of the same name, which is kind of Texas weird. Texas Monthly? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but the film is about an undercover Houston police officer, which is obviously Glenn Powell, and yeah. he poses as a reliable hitman until he tries to save a woman in need and like they're keeping the plot kind of under laps from there Mm. but glenn powell is cute we love glenn powell here (laughs) we knew him first from scream queens yes he plays chad what's his name chad i don't know chad radwell chad radwell chad radwell (laughs) you guys have to watch scream queens it's my favorite show of all time i think period yeah i think so well, that's what you said earlier today. You said, what's that's my favorite true. show? I can't remember. And I said, Scream Queens? And you said, yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened. But I don't know. That, like, I'm excited. People have been saying that this is like really great performance from him and going to shoot him into sort of stardom because he's should have been, I don't, he's like, should be more yes. popular than he is. Like people need to know his name. I completely agree. And he has a movie coming up with Sydney Sweeney that is, yeah. uh, Enemies to Lovers rom-com. Which we love. Which we love. And like it also has a lot of juicy behind the scenes because they supposedly cheated on each other with... like with the, They cheated on their partners with each other, which always we makes need to Bring that back. Better. Why don't people do that anymore? More cheating. <laughs> More cheating if your actor is playing lovers. Yeah, we actually had a conversation off the pod about this earlier where it's like, that's crazy. 
That is so like just being like, yeah, my husband's an actor and he's just making out with Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> I'd lose my mind. <laughs> the Oscar Isaac and wait, was he with Jessica Chastain? Who was he yeah. with on the red carpets? Yeah. Even Jessica was like, oh, oh, mama. That changed some things internally. Je- for Jessica me. goes, oh, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> Catch that voice in Priscilla coming soon. That's actually a new bit, $5, that we're doing. Yes. <laughs> is, um, oh, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> it's really good. Every time we do, we laugh. And we just go back and forth saying, oh, oh mama. mama. <laughs> you guys, $5, $5. $5, $5. Um. <laughs> okay, wait, oh, wait, is it my turn? It is your turn. Next um, movie that's uh, getting a lot of buzz, and this is kind of a callback to my... Um, my ally of last week, Killers of the Flower Moon. So, say with me. This is an American epic Western crime drama film directed and produced by Martin Scorsese, who co-wrote the screenplay with Eric Roth based on a 2017 book of the same name by David Gran. The plot centers uh, on a series of Oklahoma murders in the Osage Nation during the 1920s, which were committed after oil was discovered on tribal land. Uh, the film stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone with Jesse Plemons, Tantu Cardinal, uh, John Lithgow, and Brendan Fraser in supporting roles. Coming out October 20th, wide release. It's getting a lot of... Bu- I've seen the trailer so many times when Me we go too. to the movies. So many um, times. Seems pretty epic. I think it'll be it'll be good. Okay, and I don't know the length of this, but this just... Oh, wait. Do you have some thoughts on this? Well, no, continue. Because I was kind of going to go tangent, because I had this thought earlier. This seems like it'll be a long movie. I don't yeah. know if it well, is. Well, it, no, it's like three and a half hours. Okay, and I was going to say, people keep talking about movies are too long. Shut up. Movie Long movies? Gr- okay. But, like, I kind of agree. Also, is this our first fight? Okay, wait. You're seeing it live. Oh, my God. I think Jason's so mad at me right now. <laughs> We're literally punching each other. We're literally uppercutting each other. <laughs> Um, <laughs> movies, they can be long and like, cause what was the, what did we just see? That was Oppenheimer. I was okay. there the whole time. Movies can be, I yes. think my beef is that we can't not see a movie because it's too long. We can see a long movie and then decide, yeah, that was too long for what it was, yes. but we can't use it as a barrier to entry. Okay. That I completely agree. And I actually fight taken aback. I'm not going to punch <laughs> you anymore. Uh, I just, I immediately thought of, what was that? awful movie that we saw that okay. Baz oh Babylon Babylon there are some Babylon stands I don't think any of them are our listeners and, okay it wasn't an awful movie it was just too long third act third act was a different movie <laughs> third act needed to be cut like it if went that off had the been rails. cut it actually would have been a wonderful movie yeah so that's what I'm saying about that um yeah so anyways long movies season yeah, um, I just don't like when people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, please. I just don't like when people make a movie long, like for the purpose of being like, see, now that we have a really long movie, this is actually a really like prestigious and acclaimed film. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, just because something is long doesn't mean it's good. That's like, true. Bottoms was a quick ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Tight ten. Tight ten. Um, which we need to see that again. I was just thinking, I need God, to see really that do. again. We had one. I was gonna actually fight everybody fight all of our listeners because nobody's seen it or nobody's told me they saw it but Eric said he saw it last night and he really <gasps> liked it so well good Eric so shout out to Eric number shout one out. listener is true because he listens to our racks 
Except, except. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Eric did not. I know where this is going. Okay, we do have to drag Eric a little bit. Sorry. To hell, This Eric. is what happens when you actually know the people podcasting and you're a listener. Um, we can talk about you. Eric did not listen. Listen. He did not finish the movie Red, White, and Royal Blue. Um, he said he got 10 to 15 minutes in and then stopped. Because it was too cheesy. Okay. And yes, the first 15, 20 minutes is cringe. Okay. Once you get past that, I think it gets way better. Don't I, you agree? Okay. Yes. Like, did Eric, did you even see them kiss? <laughs> you didn't even see them kiss. Because when we saw them kiss, we said, oh, oh, mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think it was like the whole cake situation is, and it is cringe. Okay. okay. Giant wedding cakes don't fall on everybody. How do you make that seem natural? You can't. You, you can't. can't. <gasps> Wait. Amazing Halloween costume idea. Us <laughs> covered in cake. Us covered in cake. <laughs> okay. Watch the okay. space. Watch the space. You can pull that off. I, I can't pull that roll off, unfortunately, for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pull off covered in cake? Well, okay, I for sure can pull off covered in cake. Ugly chanton, ugly chanton, covered in cake. <laughs> but I can't pull off being both of those boys, either of those boys. Okay, in cake. well, I think you could, but whatever. Okay. You guys, we might be that for Halloween. No, we, we do have we, one thing locked in that you guys are going to gag. Yeah. We can't spoil it, it's we can't okay. spoil it, but it's the best Halloween costume. Yeah. Uh, I need to be doing some work, though. I've been yeah. doing some preliminary research, but I haven't purchased anything. I purchased one thing, but okay. it hasn't come. Oh, fuck. I know, and I purchased it a long time ago. Okay, actually, can I jump to a completely different topic? Please. Because um, I just said the F word, which made me think, when we were talking about guts, I wanted to say, I saw this tweet that said, nobody loves the word fuck more than Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Because when she says it, ooh, she is getting every syllable out of that word. She, she loves F- that. You... CK. She says, yeah, that's right. I said the F word. Yeah, that's right, younger fan base. <laughs> oh, have you heard of a swear word? I have, and I'm saying it on my critically acclaimed album. <laughs> okay, so where were we? Um, okay, can I talk about May, December that's coming out soon? We can, and then but before that, I just have to say, Eric, please, bro, please finish. Bro, bro please. <laughs> finish Red, White, and Royal also, Blue. Also, wasn't it his birthday recently? Um, yeah, three okay. days ago. The only reason why I know this, and I'm kind of like LOLing, is because, and also like, what am I talking about? I'm like, in my calendar, I'm clicking on all the little buttons, and it says, Eric Iverson's 24th birthday. <laughs> like, it was in my calendar. Like, okay. how did it get in there? <laughs> I didn't I put can, it in I there. I can tell you how it got in there. Because when I probably created a group chat with us three in it, I probably sent you his contact, and I sent the whole contact, which does have his birthday in there. Oh. So it probably just auto-populated into oh your calendar. Oh, my God. Look at all these things I have about him. I have his email. <laughs> you have his address. <laughs> wow. Shout out. Happy birthday. Happy belated, Eric. <laughs> okay. Enough airtime for Eric. Yeah. Enough. Enough. Back to May December. <laughs> Back to critically acclaimed movies. Oh, my God. I'm actually, like feeling the cocktail in my system okay a little bit of sweet vermouth oh mama. carpa antica formula carpano actually go on okay <laughs> may december is directed by tom haynes who i don't know nope. and by tom i literally mean todd <laughs> um 
Of course, of course. Of course. The closest names there are. Um, it's an American romance drama film directed by Todd Haynes. Aforementioned. Aforementioned. Uh, it follows actress Natalie Portman, um, who we all know and love and admire, who travels to Georgia to meet, okay, you soon. <laughs> oh, literally meet tomorrow, the <laughs> two days. Uh, who travels to Georgia to meet and study the life of a woman who is played by Julianne Moore. She is set, she is set to play in a film. Did that make sense, or did I f it up? I did get lost, but then I realized I put this on the list, so I should remember what this no, is. No, you shouldn't. Basically, Legends. Natalie Portman travels to Georgia to meet the life of a woman, Julianne Moore, who she's set to play in a film. Oh, so okay, yes, yes, yes. She's playing the woman. She's doing some yeah. research as an actress. Yes. Of so she goes, yes. but like, basically, this is where it gets kooky bananas because the set, the star, the breakout star from this movie is. Charles Melton, who <gasps> is getting Oscar buzz, and he was who in- you might know from <laughs> Reggie from Riverdale. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. <laughs> oh my God, Riverdale. Love- okay, Riverdale- I cannot wait. I've seen every season of Riverdale. It's the worst thing about me, and I will be giving updates about the last season. <laughs> okay, wait, should I catch up? Yes. <laughs> I stopped after the G&G season, oh, which is three or four. Yeah, and like... Oh, it's so bad. It's the worst show that there's ever been made. And, like, I say that with love in my heart to, to it. But I, he's so beautiful, and I want the best for him. Because didn't I, he replace somebody? Or there was somebody else yeah. who was in it, and then he went to the tapes. What was the tapes? Ten Reasons Why? Thirteen Reasons Why? Yeah. Somebody was in that. Reasons Why. And then he, maybe he came, he came back. back. Yeah. Okay, we can't get into that. We can't get into that. But it's out November 17th. That's coming up. Thanksgiving yeah. movie. Okay, my birthday movie, November 13th. Okay, literally. Everyone put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendars now. <laughs> and then send us an email. Heart. Okay. Okay, wait, is it my turn? My yeah. phone's off and on the ground. Okay, Hold we on. have two more movies, Legends. Hold tight. Stay, stick with us. This is going to be a little bit of a longer episode because we still have to do Ally and Nemesis, but okay... You guys can't be afraid of long movies and long podcasts. It no. can't be the barrier to entry. We've already talked about that. <laughs> okay. Next one. Ooh, we actually have to speak a little bit on this because there's been some, speaking of news and con- controversy, controversy. Controversy. Maestro. So Maestro is a 2023, okay, we obviously, American uh, biographical drama film that centers on the relationship between the American composer Leonard Bernstein and his wife Felicia Holy hell, what's her last name? Montalegre. Oh, don't ask me. <laughs> um, it is directed by Bradley Cooper from a screenplay he, he wrote with Josh Singer. Produced by Martin Scorsese, um, a legend of the podcast, Steven Spielberg and Cooper, among others. The film stars Carrie Mulligan as uh, Montalegre and Cooper as Bernstein. Uh, uh, limited release in theaters November 22nd and then on Netflix December 20th. So... There's been a little bit of controversy on this because Leonard Bernstein was Jewish and Bradley Cooper is apparently wearing a nose prosthetic, prosthesis, um, for the filming of the movie. And Bradley Cooper doesn't have a small nose and it probably would have been fine to not do prosthetic. He doesn't have a huge nose either. And and I don't think Leonard Bernstein had a giant nose either. So that's why people are like, okay. So that was the like consensus. And he's also not Jewish. Right, and that was kind of like the reaction where it was like, okay, why do you do that? But then also, I guess, like, Leonard Bernstein's family was 
like largely uh, involved with the making of it and they support it. So then I'm kind of like, well, I don't have this is not, I'm not one who is condemning him for it, but I'm like, okay, well if they're supporting it, I feel like they've got some say. Yeah. That's a really touchy, sensitive subject. It's not for me. I'm not Jewish. I can't decide. Yeah. And I actually have too much sweet vermouth in my (laughs) veins to like really take a stance on that. And I'm also not Jewish. And that that's the secondary reason. That's the secondary reason. <laughs> Though actually, I'm like, okay, this is me literally not claiming I'm Jewish. But I did do ancestry. <laughs> and I am 2% Jewish. Ashkenazi Jewish? Yes. <laughs> okay, the, you could have some health implications for that. So make sure you see your doctor. Okay, literally my freaking IBS. I don't have IBS, but I do have... Self-diagnosed. Self-diagnosed. But I do have tummy issues. But I think that's just like the hot girl in me. Okay, only hot girls have tummy problems. <laughs> only hot girls have tummy problems. Canonically. Canon can an event. <laughs> um, okay, so that's all on that one. Maestro, actually, I think Bradley Cooper's been trying to get that one for a while. Like, he's been working on it for really? a long time. So that's coming out, and I think it's sort of going to be his Oscar bid for Best Actor. Wow. He'll be nominated, probably. Well, and Carrie Mulligan, too. I mean, if there is a... Yeah, uh, she... Especially so if it's about good. the relationship, I feel like... She, she could be breaking. I don't think she gets enough credit because she is acting with a capital A. Yeah, star or actress, she's actress. Yes. She because yeah. she was in Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennell, cl- classic. Um, what else? Name other things she's been in. Oh, just the Spielberg movie she was just in, which is another Spielberg movie. Saltburn. No, in she, she's in Saltburn too. Wow. Okay, she's in everything. Wow. Oh, wow. And we do support her. She had a really good look at the Oscars two years ago, two years ago, three years ago. Gold number with a like band top. Oh yeah, she looks good in everything. Okay, that's true. She looks so good. Okay, moving on. Okay, last movie that's coming out soon, which there's are a lot of movies that's coming out soon, but the idea of you and this is actually kind of like a wah, 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 because it's in post, so like, will it ever come out? We don't have a date set for it, but, but we're hoping. Fingers crossed. Yes, this is would be huge for us. <laughs> for us specifically. <laughs> for us specifically. Because it stars Anne Hathaway and Nicholas Galadzine, who, as you know, is Henry. Eric from- wouldn't know that, but. Eric wouldn't know. Everyone else would know. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric. We're not trying to be mean, but we are trying Why to bully are- you into watching it. <laughs> we're kind of being big old mean bullies. But only because we want you to see that movie. We just think this is in your growth zone. <laughs> This isn't in the Red Danger Zone. This is in the Green Girl I almost song. fell out of my chair. Okay, I feel... Ooh. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the plot. <laughs> um, so Anne Hathaway, after her ex-husband lets down her teenage daughter, which, okay, what the hell does that mean? After her ex-husband lets down her teenage daughter, a 40-year-old divorcee <laughs> attends the music festival Coachella and inherently runs into the most famous pop star in the world, which is Nicholas Galzine. Also, mm. he starts in Bottoms. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like what is Bottoms? <laughs> so, like, uh, Jason just did a blink, blink. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> Literally, I just said we need to watch it again. Um, yes. Okay, and apparently his sort of uh, character is sort of loosely based on Harry Styles. Have you I heard of him? I am so sold on that. that Say no more. going to just do 
wonders for me and my community <laughs> of what patterns <laughs> stand strong stand up be counted stand up be counted what patterns oh my god okay so watch out for that movie as well um when is it releasing oh it's not it doesn't have a date <laughs> because we don't know when it'll come out maybe next year it could be next year's oscar buzz okay enough uh, of that you guys yeah. I, okay everyone take a breather <sighs> okay okay now we are back to our classic segment that we do every app, which is Nemesis and Ally of the Week. Uh, do you want to start? or? Yeah, I'll start for sure, for sure. So my Nemesis of the Week is, <laughs> and Carol, I hope you're freaking listening, <laughs> because my mom, as a child, ordered the red life touch background for picture day every year. Okay, Is that ringing true? Where everyone else, you would open up the yearbook and everyone would have like blue. the background and it was always blue or gray. And then there would be me. You go to G for Grumman and I got red. I didn't and, know you could choose. Oh, you could choose. And there was also purple and like, no, no one got purple. <laughs> it was always like a sea of blue and gray. And then okay. me standing out for red. And you know why she did it? She said, well, red matches our house. But she also refused to hang up our school pictures <laughs> anywhere in the home. Nah. So I'm like, matching where, mom? The back of your closet? <laughs> I'm sure gray would be back in that gloomy space too. <laughs> oh, so that is actually so embarrassing for me. Oh my god. And that's my Rip. nemesis of the week. Ripperoonie. Nemesis of the week. Classic. Okay. Now, of course, I got to scroll to my freaking app. Nemesis. <laughs> okay. Here it is. You guys can relate. You guys, please, please say you can relate. I totally have to do that for Elena's. <laughs> oh my god. That's embarrassing for me. I was no, too, I was it? too dialed into your nemesis. Oh, well, yeah. Uppercut, Carol. Freaking heck. Okay. okay. No, mom. <laughs> so, my nemesis is, um, Sweating during sleep. Oh, okay. That's actually so perfect. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because here I am the past week. Every time I wake up, I am sweating. And you guys are thinking, okay, it's too hot. No, because I turn my temperature down to 68 degrees, the optimal temperature for sleep. And it's cold in there. And then either I sweat because I got my, obviously I have the blankets on. I have the blankets on. I got my top sheet on. And then I'm sweating. So then I... What do you do when you're sweating? Uncover. So I take it off. Then I'm freezing. Okay, two things can't be true. I can't be sweating no. or freezing. There has to be some middle ground. <laughs> Literally, I say, let me be, I say. <laughs> let me be, I say. I sweat or am cold. Can I just exist and not do either? Jesus. Like, what can I do differently? No. Nothing. Just top sheet. But, but then, I'm, then I'm cold. <sighs> Two top sheets. So literally, this is what happens. This is happening the past four nights. I wake up at whatever, 2 a.m. to go to the bathroom, sweat, and I'm like, fuck. So then I, <laughs> luckily my bed's big enough where I just go to the other side where it's not freaking wet. <laughs> so I can sleep and dry. <laughs> not you screaming, what? Oh my God. <laughs> Title of app. What? <laughs> Title up is what? <laughs> Exclamation points, literally. <laughs> Anyways, that's my nemesis, sweating oh my during God. sleep. Okay, can I tell you what my ally is? Yes, wait, this do is... you have something that you said you had that's perfect? Well, that's, this oh. is literally my ally. Oh my God, of course. You'll never believe. My ally of the week is my sweat glass. <laughs> 
I don't sweat. And it's the hottest thing about me. Oh, my God. Your temperature regulation. Well, okay. I, like, kind of. I mean, sure, you said it. (laughs) So, like, last night I went swing dancing, which legends. I just, that was a whole nother story for another time. That was so kooky silly. I was dancing with, like, the world, not the world champion. I'm being crazy. The Minnesota, former Minnesota champion of swing dancing. And this man was so sweaty and was, like, whipping me around. And, like, I can't even begin to, like, give you the story about what happened to me at swing dancing class. Uh Uh-oh. But when I was dancing with this random man, and this random man goes, why aren't you sweating? Because everyone in the building is sweating. You're in a cave. This is happening. That's insane that he asked you that point blank. Yes, because, I mean, everyone's dripping sweat. And I was like, oh, I don't sweat. And it's actually true. Like, I've been in saunas wearing, like, a cotton tank top, not a drop on me. Like Damn. I'll sweat a little tiny bit, but it's it's more of a glisten. Oh my god, just a sheen, just, just a, a sheen. shine. And you know, it's it's yeah, it's really good. I needed okay. I needed to share it with the world. I am kind of jealous, but I also do need to stand in my in my reality and in my truth and say that actually sweating's okay. Okay, and you know what? Sweating is okay because I'm worried that like my body actually doesn't regulate. Because okay. you need Do to you, sweat. You need to get it yeah. out. Could you die? Well, I don't think. Unless you're in Texas or something where it's 110 degrees. Well, see if I die. You'll just have to get some spray. So <laughs> I just got to put my water on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's water, I swear. <laughs> I'm cool. got to cool down. <laughs> Thank God you're in Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, well, no, that's amazing. It's great to not pit. You don't ever have to worry about that. I actually don't. But you know who's... Actually, I can't say on the pod who's really sweaty. That seems too personal. And we've already dragged too many of our legends today. Legends, we love you. Shout out to Eric and Beck and Carol. We like to um, call you out, but it's um, out of love. It is out of love. And Uh, you, I hope you know you are legends. Legends in the truest sense of the word. Speaking yeah. of love, my ally of the week, it's not on here because it's in my mind. Uh, Elena and I went to my yes. favorite wine shop in Minneapolis, which is sort of half of the allies, the wine shop. Henry and Son is an independent wine shop, uh, independent wine seller in uh, Bryn Mawr, actually. And I was actually lived there for two years. That's where we used to live before we moved to Hastings. I had no idea about this. Um, or... Exactly. So we lived there, but I don't really remember because I was two. No, I was four. Um, okay, so four years. Hello. <laughs> um, okay, that's a college degree. <laughs> okay, bachelor's in Bryn Mawr, I guess. Um, tell them up, tell them up. <laughs> uh, so Henry and Son, it's this independent wine shop. They've got a ton of natural wine and everything's from independent sellers. So nothing big name, which is actually kind of a nemesis for me to say I... I've got a couple. I've got a, a couple branches here that I got to go on. First thing I have to say is I try not to yuck people's yum too much because that's never good. If you like it, fine. Like as long as you like it, that's good. But I do want to say if you're buying wine for somebody as a gift or for maybe yourself, don't buy the ones that have a hundred bottles on the shelf. The Barefoot, the Josh, mm. the name another brand. The, I can't think of, but the, you know those classic ones where you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Yellowtail. Oh. There's probably some fine ones there, but I think it's much cooler if you go to an 
find an independent seller. It doesn't have to be that much more expensive. Um, or like a smaller wine producer. Yep. So Henry and Son only has that, and they have a lot of natural wine. You can go on the high end if you want, but they have cheaper stuff, $10, $15 a bottle. Anyways, so I'm part of the wine club there, which is a really good deal. You get three bottles of wine per month for $45. That is. And they're around $20 each, so it's kind of a deal. But we had the, <laughs> the, the real ally is um, when we went there, the woman working there was an icon legend of 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 every kind because I can't even describe her power <laughs> her power we come in and she's like she comes out of the back kind of a little bit frazzled she's kind of like she you can tell the the brain's cooking the gears are turning yep. and then i was like oh here to pick up wine club and she goes tight 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 cool 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then it, she was like, okay. And then we like gave her the details or whatever. And we're kind of like, oh yeah, we're actually also looking to get some, some other bottles as well. Wondering if you can help. And she was like, oh yeah, I can help. Do you know like what, do you have any direction? And we were like, not really. And she goes, okay, I think you guys need to get your shit figured out first and then I'll come back. <laughs> I'm going to come back. And then she was so concerned about what was going on with the music. She was like. Because we got in there and it was yeah. jazz playing, which I love jazz. And it was like some jazz playing. And she goes, this is not the vibe. <laughs> She goes, I'm thinking we got to change the vibe. What should we change it to? And I go, I actually like the jazz. And she goes, no, we've got to change it. She goes, well, I'm actually really bored. <laughs> yeah, she so said, it's boring. So we got to change it. She's like, I need like an Alanis Morissette, like 90s. She kept talking about the 90s. Like and 90s like, pop like, or like whatever. We were in the 90s, but like we couldn't follow along. Like she thought we could have followed along. Yeah, she was asking for Rex. And we're like, what? She's like, a Pandora station. What are you thinking? I'm like, what, girl? I don't know. My Pandora station? I don't know, girl. <laughs> and then she picked, what did she pick? She Alanis picked, Morissette and yeah. others 90s, other, other 90s angst. I forget what it was. Yeah. But like, thank God we both had seen Jagged Little Pill recently so we could talk about it. We're like, oh. Jagged Little Pill, that album. Yeah, because she said that was a huge album for her. Yeah. Um, but she was just so funny. And we kind of loitered around and they're looking around. We found some really nice glasses that oh, Alina bought. I said, you so have to buy these. Cute. I bought them. They're teensy little, like four ounce glasses, small stem. They're stemmed, but it's very small. And they're pyramid shaped, like inverted pyramid, like square martini. It's really They're super cool. And it was a really great deal. And she was like, I I was about these. She was really funny. Um, (laughs) She was really funny. Anyway, so my ally of the week is her because she was so funny. And then she was like, I got to get you guys out of here. I've been talking too much. You guys probably are so annoyed. I was like, no. I was like, we need to get her on the pod. Get her on the pod now. We don't know her name, but she only works one shift a month. Yeah. I was like, what? What do you do? And she was like, I'll never own a dishwasher. Did she say that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. And she, um, she also goes, I've got, I've got a lot of admin work to do. What admin work do you got to do? You work one shift. Uh, trusting you to do back there and then she would like she kept going back to do her admin work and then she would come back on and be like so i changed the pandora station <laughs> like okay queen oh and there was okay and last thing about her no last please thing. but like the guy that was also in there with us he like leaves after buying the wine and he goes he was faded <laughs> and we were like girl we think you are too <laughs> and cherry on top her wrist was broken, which just gives a little Wait, it extra was? something. <laughs> For some reason, do not remember. Oh, yeah, because she was going to grab things. She was like, can you actually grab it from me? My wrist is broken. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, legend. I need to find her again. Hopefully when I pick up next, she's there. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say to the person there, so who's the employee that only works one time a month? I need to find her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, should we wrap up, legend? Yeah, we need to wrap. Um, we've talked and talked and talked. Hopefully you guys have liked it. Shout yeah. out to all of our legends. We love you. Um... I don't know what else to say. Do you have anything Legends, else? are you, like, mad at me? Because I felt like I was, like, negative about some of you. We, we were kind of mean. You guys, it's okay. We won't be mean next time. Write us if you listen to us. And tell us if you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, that would be so spooky. Don't tell me that. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll leave you with this. To hear more of that, listen to Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Bye, legends. Bye.